Welcome to Showing Up For You, where the conversations are hard but need to be had. I'm Sean. And I'm Jasmine. We're using our life experiences to help us outwardly process the next steps. We're excited to have you. Welcome back to another episode of Showing Up For You. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Sean. And we are so happy to be back with all of you. We took some time away and not on purpose, but life was just lifing. Absolutely. We, um, we're thankful that we get that space to do that. So thanks for your patience, guys. Yeah, we're so grateful. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for still texting us, checking in on us. Like, I know that we both had so many people being like, where are y'all at? And I was like, we're not gone, but we're coming back. So here's us being back. Um, and I wanted to share a story that is not relevant to what we were talking about today, but it's just too funny not to share. Mm -hmm. You ready? So it has been pouring down rain in California recently, getting more rain than in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And now, though, the sun is out. So we outside with it. <laughs> All of our friends, we are, we're outside and, and not outside as in like popping it, but like we're actually going to the park because <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> and so actually today, uh, my friend and I, we went to go shoot some hoops with a couple of girls because we're like getting to know other women around us who were like, yeah, I'm trying to play sports. And we're like, yes, mm -hmm. yes for the sporty girls. Mm -hmm. And so we go and we're shooting hoops and there's like four different hoops. You know, everybody's like kind of doing their own thing with the group, but everybody's like, who's going to make the first move of like trying to play a pickup game? <laughs> and so this group of guys come and come to find out they all like worked together in a work setting and they worked for a video game company. And so I was like, I'm not going to judge anybody. Y'all might be super athletic. They were not. <laughs> and the funniest thing was, is that there was two guys, one guy who had never played basketball. Another guy said he's just learning how to play. The other one was like, I haven't played in two years. I just had a baby. The fourth friend die hard basketball guy he is a warriors <laughs> fan till he dies he loves draymond green like we really learned about this dude so it's like four of us girls with four of us like four guys and the guy who was like super serious about it he was like y'all trying to shoot for the ball his friends does not even know what any of these terms mean. Oh, no. He was, like, coaching him up. He's like, cut to the basket. Uh, go to the hole. And his friend was like, bro, I don't know what that so means. What are you saying? Yes. And so us girls, hyper competitive. And we're, like, trying to oh, be nice. No. I was like, you got two guys who have never played basketball before. You had another guy who has not seen outside because he had just had a kid recently. And mm -hmm. then you got the diehard basketball fan. And all because of the basketball fan – we were hyper competitive because we we're like, we're taking you down. <laughs> so as we play, it was chaos, absolute chaos. One of the guys fell within the first like two minutes of playing, busted up knees. Another guy entirely kicked the ball and he was like, you can't do that. And then the bro who was trying to coach was like, we need to just like, we need to just wrap it up and figure it out. But I say all that to say we took a W <laughs> and we left. And I just needed to share that story because I'm like, how many times are we like, oh, the idea of something sounds fun. And then like the actualizing of it is just like, oh, my complicated, gosh, so complicated and so chaotic. <laughs> but that was easily one of my favorite moments recently. I thought you were going to like this was going to be like one of those like Space Jam moments where like Bugs Bunny gives them some water that actually doesn't help <laughs> but like pep talks them and then they come back and like kick y'all butts. Like that's what I thought this was about to be. No, like, honestly, we huddle, were Bugs come Bunny. Come on, huddle up. Right? Say, <laughs> like, come on, huddle, huddle right. up. Let's you would have thought that we were dunking <laughs> on the kitty hoop. Nope. No. But it was fun and I'm just happy the sun is out. That's good. That that's that is okay. I was scared when you were like, it's so funny. I was like, we don't always share the same humor. <laughs> that is true. I did. I disclaimed before this. I was like, I have this really funny story. It's funny to me though. Right, she was like, Wait I will say, but no, that is funny. funny. Yeah. Oh man, but good for you guys. You know, I didn't imagine that. Like even my dad is like it's raining out here and I'm like okay it's water but he's like we're not used to this like you need to stop acting like we're supposed to expect this yes. um and yeah I mean like 
my whole life I grew up in California and um, never had rain boots, you know, so makes sense. But then you get to Washington and I think I had like five different pair and then, you know, the kind with like the in the lining, the, the lining <laughs> to keep your feet warm. You got a North Face for this, a Patagonia for this, a Columbia for this. Oh my God. How many parkas have I been through? Like, oh, oh yeah. man, like it's wild. Like waterproof uh workout clothes. Like it's so <laughs> funny how much you spend on that kind of stuff. So real. But yeah, man, thanks for sharing that. Um I I'm gonna be the downer in this episode and bring us to the topic. Today we're talking about negative self-talk. Um, we've uh, touched on things like this during the first season of Suffy showing up for you. Um, and I think it's one of those like ongoing conversations. And I'll say for me, like a lot of times when I'm talking about things that we're learning through this podcast, mm-hmm. it's like learning it at levels. Like once mm-hmm. you accomplish like positivity in one level of your life or one season, yeah. um, you can absolutely go to a higher level and realize, realize like, oh, I still need to work on that. But at this height, right? Like yes. single Sean with no kids had a different confidence, mm. but then like Sean married, she had to conquer a different confidence. And then Sean with three kids, I was like, F it all together. I'm just kidding. No, She's I had to, different, co- <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I had to, you know what I mean? And so it's like yeah. each, each season you have to like revisit some things. Like we don't always have it all together all the time or like, we are not, we're not always like conquering boundaries at this season or, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that, toxic, you know, relationships and stuff like that. So negative self-talk, what, what what do you think about when you hear that? It makes me go, Ugh. Nope. You do that every episode though. Like you say, yep. everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Negative self-talk. I think that what the immediate thought that comes to my mind is for me personally, like, dang, you are not good at being nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I think that. For me, that's, it's super humbling because as I was like thinking about this episode and reflecting, I kind of went through my mind of like or certain scenarios that I've been in. And I'm like, where is it that I saw my negative self-talk mm-hmm. just overpower everything else in mm-hmm. my life? And it sucks. Like yeah. it, it sucks because it's it's something that I at least for me, I would say. I masked it as something else Mm. as a justification. Um, I masked it as realism. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just being realistic. Right. Yeah, exactly. Of like something that's totally different from like the reality of what it is. Mm -hmm. So I know that, um, honestly, this topic is very uncomfortable for me because it's the one, it's one of the conversations where like, you know, we've talked previous episodes, like we've talked about relationships or in relation to other people or how we respond with people, but negative self-talk, it has to do with you yeah. and you alone. Yeah. And so it's like, it's the mirror to mirror conversation. And I personally, I think most of us feel this way, but I know for me, I'm like, if I can avoid having to look at myself, I will at all costs. Man. Wow. That's hard. Yeah. Because you know what? I think that like not everybody internalizes um, well, like not everybody internalizes their situations well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it all depends on like what that out outside noise looks like too. Like mm-hmm. I know what I struggle with is, um, I over communicate sometimes you and mm-hmm. I spoke about this. I, um, I over communicate because I'm insecure about whether I'm understood. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get like verbal feedback, even just a, okay, like I will assume that I'm like speaking gibberish when like reality is I'm a very well spoken person. Right. Um, but I'll assume because I'm not getting verbal feedback that, oh, they must not understand or it's me. I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. And so I'll repeat until somebody's like, you said that three times. Yeah. And I'm frustrated because I'm like, well, I didn't know that you got it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. but meanwhile, like I'm not like I've done, I've already like built that like wall in yeah. my mind. And so when I talk about internalizing, like for me, I'm, 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 
outward processing, right? Um, But internally, there's so much going on that I wasn't able to identify negative self-talk or like me internalizing what I'm trying to communicate so that I'm not misheard, so that I'm not repeating myself, so that I'm not um, frustrating the listener Mm -hmm. um, or the person I'm having a conversation with. And that's, you know what I mean? It's like, there's so many moving parts. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is, wow. Yeah. It's complicated. It is complicated because there's, there's so many like complexities involved. Like we can't just put like a blanket statement of like, Self-talk is telling yourself you don't like yourself. No, it's so much bigger than that. Right. And I think that's why this, I mean, with with most things, I think like if, we're, if we dissect it enough, we can say like everything like is complex. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is so complex because at the end of the day, there's no one to fix it besides you. Yeah. 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 And you can't just be like, oh, stop talking negative to yourself like that's not it right like we love an overnight fix this is not it (laughs) right just don't do it make a post-it a sticky note oh my gosh you know what's interesting I um I was sharing with a friend recently about um self-talk because I was Mm -hmm. she had asked me she's like what are you guys planning on talking about and I was like you know talking about just if we're talking about negative but like just self-talk in general right Mm -hmm. and I was like this is like an older show and probably not everyone's seen it, but like, do you remember being Mary Jane? I've never seen an episode. Is that the Gabrielle Union yeah, one? So okay. Gabrielle Union. And so it reminded me cause you said sticky notes and she had sticky notes everywhere. Mm. Every corner that she turned in her house, she always had like something written, whether it was an affirmation, whether it was a reminder, I mean, the mm-hmm. list could go on. And that kind of made me think, I was like, what are like, things that I trigger to what are triggering things for my negative self-talk, but also like what is triggering for my self-talk? Like, like, are you setting it up? Is that what you mean? Like, yeah. Like, am I alley-ooping the negativity or am I alley-ooping like, let me feel good about myself. Cause it's like, sometimes if I see, I see a opportune moment to like almost, here's an example. Mm -hmm. If I see an opportunity that might be for me, I will talk myself out of it because it seems bigger than me, even though I Mm -hmm. deserve to be in that opportunity. So it's like, I feel like our like negative self-talk creates limiting beliefs for ourselves. Even though it's like on paper, you probably should, you do not should, you do deserve that or you do deserve, you know, whatever opportunities in front of you, but mm-hmm. negative, like our own personal negative self-talks creates a limiting belief to not believe that we can have something that's bigger than, you know, the ceiling that we're putting, giving ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is really good. Um, dang. Like, and I had to like, I had to piece it apart differently. Like I had to I guess I'll say this, like I got slapped with a reality about it during one of my therapy sessions. Mm. And what I learned, it was that, um, which I love my therapist. She's a black woman and I love her. Um, but, uh, the first thing was identifying negative self-talk. Like, Mm. is this, you know, um, is this Sean processing something or is this like negative self-talk? And the cool thing is like, you know, one of the things she, you know, mentioned is that if you want to give it a name, give it a name because we have to like compartmentalize what that is so we can identify who's saying this, right? Mm -hmm. Is it, is it negative self-talk or is it me? Even though negative self-talk says things like you'll never get this right, or that doesn't look good on you, or nobody likes you. Mm -hmm. um, Those are hard things to hear, but negative self-talk also does say things like, Hey, remember the last time you went around this group of people, you felt really anxious. Like, don't go there. Mm -hmm. Negative self also says things like, um, every time you do this, it turns out bad. Mm -hmm. So in some senses, like there's a caution that does have validity. And so the process of identifying it is like, okay, is this me or is this negative self-talk? And if it's negative self-talk, what is the truth in this statement? Yeah. Are you just being mean Or like, was there really two other times that I went around this group of people and they clowned me? Right. You know what I mean? Like you could be right, but you know, Mm -hmm. so like learning that was huge because you can't, I'm not necessarily getting rid of it. I'm identifying it. 
because there's not going to be, you know, I mean, like we could talk spiritually or just worldly, like we're always going to be faced with things that are not right. Or these are things that are not morally correct. It's up to us to, to put more thought into it, but they're going to be present. And so, you know, the Bible says, okay, die to self every day. Right. And that's how we like, you know, um, correct those thoughts and, and, and stay mindful. But like, even, you know, people that have a different religion or don't believe in God, you know, that by putting positive things in your mind, it doesn't mean the negatives leave. You just want to overpower your mind with the positives. So it's just that identity. Um, but for me, it was identifying it, knowing what it sounded like and what its purpose was, Mm -hmm. um, And I mean, the next part of the process was like, you know, challenging it and reframing it rather than letting that negative self-talk be what it's going to be. You look bad in this thing. Okay. Or reframe it and say like, it's probably just doesn't fit your shape the way you'd like it to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's the kind of process I've had to practice Mm -hmm. for my, my sanity. (laughs) Shoot. I feel that because I think so much of one, your therapist is crushing it. Oh, my God. um, I was like, thank you "Mm -hmm." for uh, I am an honorary. I get all the dimes that she shares, too, just because (laughs) of the nature of our relationship. So if you're listening, Queen, thank you. Um, But (laughs) two for one special. (laughs) It it really is. (laughs) Um, But I think. Something that's so beautiful is that process. And I think I briefly mentioned it earlier, but really going from like, it's just negative to also like that realistic aspect of it, you know, like whether it's yeah an item of clothing or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but you're able to, I think what I personally love and what I feel like I've really challenged myself with of, and I'm speaking to opportunities because I feel like, and I've shared a little bit about this in past episodes, but um, when I went through the process of my internship last year. Mm -hmm. I was, I went through the whole entire process, was one of the last candidates, and then I got rejected. Mm. And that absolutely broke me. I found out when I was in a different state, I wasn't even around like my family or like people that I wanted to be comforted by. So therefore my comforter was myself and my own brain and my, the loud voice inside my head. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't, you know, told myself, I'm like, you weren't good enough. Mm. This was not for you. This is an opportunity of a lifetime and you blew it. I mean, I went wow. down the laundry list of all the, you know, poor things that you could say to yourself and rather than seeing the other end of this is an opportunity of a lifetime and not people, many people get the opportunity. You were in a pool of people and you actually made it out where there's a lot of other people who didn't even get an opportunity to be in the room. Mm. Like, you know, and, and then, yeah. you know, as a part of my story, I ended up getting a call back. I went through another interview process and I got the internship within three days mm. of my of me interviewing. And that like I look at that moment like that was such a pivotal moment of like how I talked to myself and how I talked through, you know, through things with myself, because I'm like somebody in that first room that I was in believed in me. And that's why I got into the second room. Wow. But if I didn't allow somebody else to believe in me to get into that second room, what my own internal dialogue would have entirely ruined it for me. And I never would have even went to that second room because I didn't think that I believed it. Absolutely. And so I think that's like speaking to like realism is like I, I want to be a person who sees that of I am competent I am supposed mm-hmm. to be here. I am, you know, but I didn't, I wasn't fully prepared because they were looking for a certain skill set and I actually didn't meet some of those criteria. So you know what I'm going to go do now? I'm going to go find that skill set if that's something that I want to end up achieve, achieving. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's for me, like speaking specific to opportunity. And I think that can, it can apply in different ways. But I think I saw that in myself and kind of like, look, it's always easier to write to look back and be like, this is why I tell myself differently. <laughs> You know, dumb, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's sometimes easier that way. But I know that I, for me, that was the experience that I feel like I clung to, to really be like, dang girl, you really drug yourself through the mud. Wow. 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 And that was such a, um, that was such a hard process for you. And, um, I know it's easy to be like on the outside and, and like have so much faith in you and like affirm you or try to be present, but like, I mean, I can't, I can't out talk your, your internal thoughts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we, your, your circle, your village, like we can't out talk what 
negative self-talk or even like your personal thoughts are. And so um, thanks for sharing that because I saw, you know, how you took that. And um, I'm thankful I was able to share with you the joy of receiving that call. You know what I mean? I still look at that video and um, yeah, it makes me really emotional because you do deserve it. And yeah, you did deserve the first yes. But, you know, I love the idea of like, every no is closer. It gets you closer to the big yes. Like, right. like we don't know that what the, that big yes looks like, you know? And I mean, like my dad used to always tell me like, you've heard the word no before. Like, it's not a new word, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, I do love that for you and you actually, you, you do, you deserve everything that's coming. Um, and I'm laughing at the idea that you can, you are right in the matter of like where the, the afterthought is like, this is what I should have done, or this is where I am. And the funny thing is like, that's not always the best, like, that's not always helpful. Like the afterthought, like, mm. cause in that moment, um, and I'll say like, just being in a relationship with another human <laughs> or being a parent, um, it's hard to address it in that moment, but it's helpful. Mm. Right. So like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me, like, let's say, you know, a conversation between me and my daughter, and, um, she's reminding me of something I forgot to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, which, you know, she rightfully like her, that's how her brain works. You said she was going to do it. She has no concept of time. Right. Right. She sets a timer on Alexa and calls it good. Like, <laughs> but like in her mind, you know, she's like, you said, and when she said that, I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh my God, like bad mom. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. Uh-huh. you, you know, you, instead of doing that extra little laundry, you could have prepared for this thing. Like I'm going through, I'm beating myself up internally while I'm apologizing to her. Um, because this was her highlight of the day. And, but in that moment I was like, okay, is this a Sean thing or is this like a negative self-talk thing? And the reality of it is, um, it was a negative self-talk thing and I forgot the term. Um, it's going to come to me, but I'll explain that after. But knowing that that's not a true thought for me, I was able to say, okay, you know what? Mommy got caught up with other things and let's put a timer on and I'm going to, I'm going to stick to that thing after that timer. Mm. So I'm able to like process it instead of just like beat myself up and like get frustrated with her, you know? Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, like it was one of those, like, you know, you ever see those movies where like they pause for effect and then like you, you get to hear the narrator, like tell you, like, <laughs> So dramatic. How much time is happening right now? Right. Somebody looking in the distance. Right. Well, you like the, but so I say that to say it's hard because I'm trying to get used to doing that in a timely manner, but um, it's worth it. Um, What was I going to say? There's a, because like attached to negative self-talk is, um, it's error thinking, right? Like a cognitive distortion where like you have untrue thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so um, a lot of us, like naturally have that, like, yes. but it's can be like emotion and emotion driven. Right. So like I'm, um, my emotions are leading to they're, 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 uh, leading the situation rather than logic or facts mm-hmm. or like, um, there's one, it's kind of like a, uh, what was the word for it? I had to, it was global labeling or it was something else. But like, I remember it was like pretty much a coverall where we are like, we had one experience. And so everything is going to suck. Right. And so like these, like these, these thoughts, like these, the way that we frame our thoughts, the way that we like process them as they come about affects the way we carry on. Yeah. And knowing that that's how I'm perceived in a conversation, like conversation with my husband, like I'm emotional, because I have a reason to be, but that doesn't mean that all the emotions belong in the conversation right now. Like <laughs> they exist. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Like they exist, but like, they don't all like have to sit with me as I tell him mm-hmm. like what I need to happen. Right. And then like, um, it was like, there's one like self blame, you know, pretty much where like, if something happens, that's really out of our control. Like sometimes it's our fault. We just are like, I should have left the house five minutes earlier. And then this wouldn't happen. I wouldn't have hit traffic and I wouldn't have been late. You know what I mean? Like, as if you knew that there was going to be a traffic jam that made you late for your presentation. Like you don't know that. But once we do that, like we are framing 
what like the rest of the day is going to look like. Um, I don't know when I think of the rest of them, I'll say them. But the point is like, I had to realize like, there's so much more to this than just me being a bad friend to myself. And I started to wonder like, what am I able to do as a mom and a wife and even as a friend, right. To like, to like execute my boundaries with, um, my awareness of cognitive, cognitive distortion or awareness of, of negative self-talk, you know? Wow. It's, it's crazy because it can be helpful, but man, like there's so many moving pieces. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying right now because <laughs> I am, it's not like I'm in a seat and I have anywhere to go, but like, ah, like, it's just like, ah, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's literally how I feel at this moment. Cause mm-hmm. You're so, I love what you shared of, it covers, it's, it can set the tone for a day. It can Mm -hmm. set a tone for a relationship. It can set a tone for future relationships, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, um, let me share my self-sabotage. Oh gosh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, I think the thing that immediately came up for me in this is, uh, creating Mm self-isolation because of my internal dialogue mm-hmm. um you know speaking to like relationships I think where I see this come up for myself is that if I say I don't like express my expectations which is one a me problem mm-hmm. but then I have this expectation on somebody to like do something or like show up and they don't then one that's me actually not bringing my emotions and mm-hmm. that's my fault but um in my self-talk I will tell myself that person doesn't care about me or then I start um, I start attacking my own character. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I start Mm self-isolating and I entirely draw away from that person and they have no idea why. Yo, that that one is called mind reading. Oh, God, I had a hard time with that one, too. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like... What? Because here's like here's actually something I'm exposing. I'd be exposing myself on this podcast. It's crazy. Um, one thing I was thinking about recently is because these are my random internal thoughts. Is like, what is something that um, I feel very insecure about in relationships with mm-hmm. all people? Mm-hmm. And I am really insecure about how much detail I share when I'm storytelling. Wow. And um, I realized for me, like, I'm a detail-oriented person and details are important to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think it gives context and then also I'm like, well, let's not leave room for assumption. So, like, yeah. that is something of value to yes. me, right? Mm-hmm. And, but where, like, my insecurity comes into play is that you ever notice when you're talking to somebody and then you see them being like, girl, you're doing too much? Yeah, like they they get the gloss over their eye. They're like not paying attention anymore. Yeah, part of <laughs> me, like, the petty part of me is like, you just don't have the brain capacity. <laughs> but then <laughs> you said it can't. But, I can't be the problem. It has to be you. It is. Am I the problem? <laughs> um, but anyways, so like that 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 is something that I've noticed in, in my observations of just myself. But then I recognized that I started to internally tell myself you're talking too much. You're doing too much. And the opposite of that ends up being like, stop talking, be more of a listener. And I mask it as something that's Mm -hmm. like, I can be a better listener. I can like be all of these things. But then ultimately, like I'm not then showing up as my best self because I've convinced myself in my mind, I'm doing far too much. Mm. And then I just go to like self-isolating and then it ends up harming relationships because with some people, they're like, Jasmine, you used to be so like vibrant and storytelling all the things and like you don't talk too much anymore it's not their fault that they you know what i mean why but that is my uh self-sabotage with my negative self-talk thank you dude okay no imagine now imagine like a fraction of that and you're married (gasps) like it's so chaotic (laughs) because i had to i had to learn for myself like i i am afraid like i'm deeply afraid to ever have a loved one or someone that is close to me um, embarrassed in a situation that they were not like previously told about. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say me and you go somewhere 
and we run into, you know, um, a friend of mine you haven't met and they say something that you think is outlandish, like not Sean. Like I never, right. You know what I mean? Like I never, well, not even like in a defense thing, like, you know, but like in a sense of like, that doesn't even sound like something she would do. Like I would want to tell you after like, this is what this is and this is what's happening. Right. Um, but what I find myself doing is like, if I know we're about to go into an environment that you've never met this person, I would kind of like previously like talk to you and say, Hey, this is where I met them. And these are the, this is the the lifestyle that I was into, yeah. or this is so that, you know, Oh, okay. Like this is the setting we're in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I have this idea, I guess, and it's not even about the other people. It's me. Like I would never want to be around you and be with somebody. And like, I don't know anything about what's happening. Like I could not be more lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not that you owe me everything, but like some event happens and I can't even tell you why Jasmine would have done that to that person. Like I can't imagine that Mm -hmm. because I'm going to go off instinct and and I'm going to be defensive and I'm going to like fight for you. But previously, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like my, my idea is being afraid of that. So I say that to say, I am like, Hey, so let's talk about this before we do this thing. (laughs) But what I realized is it's too, it's too much. Like not every piece of detail needs to be given. You know what I mean? And the the only place it plays that hard is like I said, in my relationship. Mm -hmm. And what I had to learn is like, not, it's, it's not always the best thing. And so what I did is I throttled all the way back, but then it was like, no, like you're not sharing anything. Mm-hmm. And then that's toxic because why aren't we talking about this? Why didn't you tell me about this? Why are we, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so just like, you know, uh, what you were talking about is like, it's like those extremes. It's like, I'm black and white on a lot of things. Like either I'm really good at it or I'm horrible at it. Like I can't just be decent in some ways or yeah. that kind of thing. So I, um, I struggled with that for years. Uh-huh. And it's one thing to be like by yourself and um, like know that you can work on it. But like when there's kids and another person that you're living with, (laughs) it seems it seems um, unstable. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I don't know what you mean because I'm not married with. No, you (laughs) I do know. I do know what you mean because you understand what I'm saying. right? Yes, I entirely understand it because I share my panic with you Mm -hmm. about like. I've been living by myself for like almost the last five years. If it wasn't mm-hmm. with family, mm-hmm. how am I going to coexist with someone? <sighs> I'm going to, I'm believing for it, but I <laughs> you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, but we really have those conversations because I'm like, I know how to do it. Like in relation to family or whatever, but mm-hmm. then like bringing in somebody else that I like love and care about mm-hmm. will be my person. I'm like, yeah. That's yeah. Anywho, (laughs) it's interesting because you know what, like because of all these like internal thoughts, these negative self-talks and and um, thinking errors, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, All of these untrue words drive us to expose different kind of communication and it drives us to lead different conversations that can be very hurtful to our loved ones Mm -hmm. and hurtful to ourselves. And it also drives us to expose information that's not necessarily true Mm -hmm. or like assumptions that are leading to wrong things. And that's what I've been guilty of. Mm -hmm. Like I am because of the conversation I've had in my head that wasn't processed appropriately. Mm -hmm. I've ruined an image with a loved one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, but because of all this, you know, I think about like how, how important it is for us to take that quiet time and like process that Mm -hmm. because I can't, I can't imagine like I'm the problem. I'm the, I'm the one pushing everybody away because of the way I'm, you know what I mean? Yes. Because I'm not allowing like my thoughts to, to do, you know, to just sift, to be, you know, to sift the way they really need to. Yeah. I think just coming off of that thought, something that I had written down is that like your negative self-talk, it doesn't allow space for people to see you Mm. and the people who genuinely want to see you and show up for you. Mm -hmm. Because I think like with this and like 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong of like processing what you're saying, but it is able to create a narrative of like who you were not like mm. with whatever setting that you're in. Like, I have to show up this way. I have to look like this. I have to be like this, even though in your head, you're feeling the exact opposite. Absolutely. So you're overcompensating Absolutely. for who you're you know, trying to be. And then like you go home at the end of the day and you're exhausted because you can't keep up with that narrative and it's not sustainable. No, not at all. You know, and so I think that I I think it because I feel like I've been guilty of that. I was when I first moved to California, I feel like I was really guilty of that is that because of my environment and like I felt like I have a I would say that I have a good intuition. And I think for some things I felt like, okay, I was spot on with that. But for a lot of things, I also was very like, man, like you missed it. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't even see that. Mm -hmm. And I, I was guilty of that because I ended up coming to all the conclusions for myself without ever, you know, allowing somebody into that process with me. Because what I recognize is within the last, you know, two months or so, I've genuinely tried to quiet everything in my head. And Mm -hmm. that's genuinely allowed space for me to actually hear people because it's like if my voice is so loud, I don't get to the opportunity to hear anybody else, anybody else and like mm. take the time to like process what they're saying or like how they want to be in my life or even for me to like just share about mm. who I am with them. Because I think sometimes with negative self-talk on one end, if you're like so hardcore in that, then it creates almost like a trauma and a hurt dump on people. Oh, Whereas, absolutely. like you have nothing positive to say and you'll just say it to anybody. So mm. you're just like talking and you're just like oversharing. Whereas like if, you know, trying to do things like in a healthier way, it doesn't alleviate self-talk like you had mentioned earlier. Like that's still there, mm-hmm. but it's like I can then share with somebody like this is what I've been telling myself recently. I know it's probably right. not true, but like this is where it's at. And then that allows me to be seen and understood and have somebody to come into that, you mm-hmm. know, with me and to encourage me out of it. No, man, like you're you're absolutely right like I um I have to like give myself space to like process those kind of things so that I don't like you said so it's like we're not seen as different kind of people um because I could count many a times where I've had a conversation I had it I was intending on having one kind of conversation you know Mm -hmm. and then while I was having the conversation with the person some kind of body language threw me off and then my negative self-talk was like, they're not listening to you. Yes. You you offended them. They're pissed off. It, and, and then now I'm going back on what I said, but they haven't said anything. And right. so now I'm like, is there a problem? And they're like, and they're like, is there a problem? Like, where And so now, exactly. So mm-hmm. now, you know what I mean? And, um, and I missed it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what, not, that's not what I was talking about. And so I've learned that. A lot of times, like, not in a way of ignoring people, but I have to, like, pretend not to see the facial expressions because the reality of communicating is so that you understand where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? The 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 request or the question or the 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 statement that I want to make has to be made in order for you to gain clarity of where I am and what I need from you. And that doesn't um, I mean, you don't have to be cheesing while I say it. As long as your ears are open, you know what I mean? And so, but that's the kind of thing that would happen, you know what I mean? And I mean, like even in a more physical way, like, you know, I just had my last roommate and um, Mm -hmm. she'll be one in like less than two weeks. But so anyway, um, I found (laughs) myself like because of our transition, I found myself not being able to get back into the gym the way I usually am. Like I bounce back both first two pregnancies. This one, I'm like, I don't have consistency in my life because of the move and all the things that came with it. And so there was so much that I was internally dealing with. Yeah. And, you know, like, let's say my daughter says, Hey, like, um, can we go to the swimming pool? And I'm like, no, it's not hot enough or no, we can't. And I'm immediately like rejecting the idea. Mm -hmm. And I had to like go back and say, okay, why? Like, what's so bad about getting in the water with your kids? Well, 
let's track back to like what I really feel like I look like in a swimsuit right now. And then me toting three children to the pool in this, what I think is an unflattering part of me right now. Wow. That's the thought that I was like rooting from where my kids think I'm the most beautiful thing in the world. They're like, what? So they don't know, you know what I mean? That it's Mm -hmm. a, the, the, the initial thought was like my negative self-talk saying, Sean, don't, don't do it, girl. Right. (laughs) And so now though, I'm creating a situation where my kids are like, what's so bad about the pool? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a scary thought for me. Um, And so it was important to kind of backtrack. But like you said, that's where we're allowing people to see a part of us that's not even true. Like I'm not against, listen, I am pro everything that would get your kids tired. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have done it all. Okay. I've been on yeah. hikes. I've made my kids run. Um, I used to, I used to pack my biggest, my, my oldest daughter on my back and, and run Coco hat head and, uh, on Oahu. And so it's like, I'm all about, let's, you know, so I'm like, why am I this person now? And it's, yeah. it's no wonder why they're surprised by me. They're like, what's, what's the problem? Right. And she, <laughs> Girl? she knows how to do all of it. I don't know why. Why is she tripping about it? Right. Like, right. okay, I was just asking, yeah. but right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I think that I, I'm i not a mom, um, but I have a lot of friends who are moms and some of my best friends who are. And I think about like moments, at least for me, because, again, like we can only speak so much into people's negative self-talk. But I I look at moms and I'm like, you y'all birthed humans, mm. humans, like tiny people (laughs) who are like becoming self-sufficient in the world Mm -hmm. you could do nothing else in the world but that and so sometimes like when I at least for me like from an outside perspective I'm like it breaks my heart so much Mm -hmm. because I'm like y'all are it like y'all have done your part can't nobody tell you nothing and if they do send them my phone number because I will tell them about themselves I don't want to hear none of it I go hard but um yeah I can just only imagine like I'm I'm so grateful that you speak about the perspective of like being a mom and motherhood because I know for me like as a single woman like you know not married yet not having kids is that I I can't imagine the weight that that adds on to because I already feel like I got the weight over the world on my shoulders (laughs) and I'm like, this is so stressful and ridiculous. And Mm. so I just um, I just I just want to commend moms. I want to shout them out. I want to say we love moms. The best thing Mm -hmm. we absolutely love moms and any women who are moms in my life. You know that I'm obsessed with your children. So absolutely. Absolutely. You know it. And what's crazy is like I join you in this whole like root for moms. Um, But because I know the like individual experience of, yeah, we know we did something magical. We do. But then we also are not always prepared for the emotional um, backlash for the like self-judgment. This is not even talking about outside world. This is like mm-hmm. hormones are a B word and they're just, they're not nice. Um, and they don't care that you have, you know, three kids to take care of. They don't care that you're trying to be present for your husband. They don't care that you have to go back to work. Hormones are like, gotcha. You know what I mean? Right. And so that negative self-talk even looks different then, you know, um, yeah. um, it's, it's wild, but, uh, I always just like to, I'm with you. I think that mothers like, Listen, if y'all decide to have a kid and do nothing else with your life, like you still win. You still win. Um, So I'm with you on that. What was I going to say, though? It kind of the last one of the last notes I had on not the last because I know we're not. But like mind reading was um, a negative self-talk I struggle with. Like I still have to make a mental note. Because it's like all based off of assumptions, right? Like mm-hmm. um, either I'm assuming that I know what you're already thinking or I'm assuming that you should know what I'm thinking, right? Like it yes. is not to say that like people are, um, it's not to say that like when you have a partner, they don't observe and notice what you do. You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like in my relationship, there's observation of, okay, every time this happens, she does do this. 
I've noticed her habits. I've noticed what she does. And that's right? the nature of knowing somebody right. over time. Right. Right. But the reality is that doesn't happen for everything. I don't care how long you've been with that person. Um, and sometimes what I struggle with is you should know because I've said this before. Like you should know. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's that's not true. Or like. I know what you're going to do. I know what you're thinking. Like, I know what you want from me. You know what I mean? Me saying that Mm -hmm. to that person, Mm -hmm. which is like, no, you don't. But you're assuming by this first few seconds of interaction that you think you know where this is going to go. So you've made it in your mind, made it up in your mind. And you let negative self-talk tell you, "Uh uh-uh, because they about to to ask you for some money or they about to judge you about something you did or they're about to like you. You know what I mean? Instead of just listening What if they're just there to vent? What if they're just there to talk about their day? But like that negative self-talk will like have you um, put your guard up before hello is done being said. Right. 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 And that one kicked my behind Mm. because if I'm doing it, who's doing it to me? And what ideas have I placed in other people's head that they think I'm something and that I'm not? You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And I can't change the other, the way everybody else processes their thoughts. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that knowing like what that must feel like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I gotta, I I gotta fix it. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I feel very humbled at the moment. So thank you. (laughs) I won't tell you which end I sit on, one or the other or both. But I mean, I, wow, I'm actually floored about that because I think. Do you hear that thunder? Wow. So let me tell you, let me tell you that Texas is a joke because it'll be like thundering, raining, sky crackling. And then like next morning, it's like 80 degrees, very sunny. No, that is. And I'm like, y'all are sick. But go ahead. I'm so sorry. I just knew that. I can't delete that sound. Like I can't muffle that up. Hello? Are we good? I know that ain't out here. These are not sound effects. No. (laughs) Gosh. But, um, just coming off of coming off of that thought I think the first thing that popped into my head like like dang I entirely am like diminishing the opportunity for growth with someone mm-hmm. right like yeah. I it makes me I, I actually realize this is kind of like a, a side note but mm-hmm. it'll come back around so I took a, a test recently um, mm-hmm. called the Berkman. And oh, I love the Berkman. It is. Yeah, it's so good. It's very humbling. It is it really is. telling me about myself. <laughs> and I was like, wow, OK, cool, cool, cool. But, <laughs> um, you know, with this test, it shares of like your usual need. And so that's sometimes like how you perceive the world versus like your intrinsic need or like mm-hmm. your actual need. And I feel like what I've learned so much is that there's certain like avenues of my life that where I'm like what how I perceive the world, I am just like that. But I've also noticed how I perceive the world. I'm entirely opposite or vice versa. Whoa. And so that is like very challenging in some ways because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like how do I even operate in the world now if this is how most people do it and I you know, entirely operate differently. Um, but I would, I, I think coming like learning off of that and like about like what you're saying is that I feel like I am guilty of not, um, allowing space for evolving people in my life. Mm -hmm. So even people who are like super important to me and who mean a lot to me, Mm -hmm. I have, I've been saying like, I, I know what she's going to say. And, but then it makes me realize if sh- if somebody says something entirely different, I'm be like, why are you acting brand new? And mm. then that entirely makes that person shut down and yeah. not actually share like this space of their life or like even mm-hmm. just have the space to be like, you know, no, I don't think like that anymore. And like, I, I know mm-hmm. I used to, you know, think that way, but I don't anymore. But anyways, I say all that to say like it is um, it actually ends up like creating a super unhealthy space because then that also puts yourself in a box absolutely and gives you a capacity because I'm like if you can't allow others to grow in your life how are you actually growing in their life too 
Dang. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, that's spot on because, you know, I think that two things that you said that I wanted to reference, um, allowing someone to grow and then, you know, putting yourself in the box, because if I, if you're in my life, like I'm, I want to give you the space to be past the season that I'm judging you on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, um, I guess like, I always tell Jasmine this, and this there's nothing negative about this. I think that Jasmine is still a baby, like, because she's mine. And in my mind, there's no way, like, Jasmine should reach for her pocket when we're together. Because in my mind, she's, like, she's she's growing, and she's, she's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I love, you know, I'm like... I have to like realize like this, she's a grown woman with a job. Like Jasmine does not need me, (laughs) but I've always told her like, use me the way you need to, because I want you to get everything you need out of your village until you're in your thirties. And like, you can't. Right. Yeah. Um, so the positive part of that is like, I want to support you however I can, Mm -hmm. but where that like would put you in the box is like, if like, let's say you are in your thirties and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to buy you a plane ticket because of, and then now you're offended. Like I could buy my own plane ticket. Right? right. And so I'm not allowing like, like you, like you said, that growth, like Jasmine isn't in that season anymore where you have to, where you feel like you, you want to take care of her. Mm-hmm. Like she's a mm-hmm. real person that is older. Yeah. And after a certain time, like it's going to be offensive if you mm-hmm. keep assuming that she needs you in this way. Right. And so um, there's definitely, you know, I'm sure there's negative uh, connotations to that. You know, I'm I'm sure listeners that you guys could um, relate to. But that part and then, like you said, the other people um, or even yourself, like being realistic about knowing that there is somebody that is trying to not be their old self. You know, I use the example of like someone, you know, if like if somebody called me and, and asked me for something or I assume they're about to ask me for something yeah. once upon a time, they may have attempted to because like that's the this, the situation they were in. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's the situation that they're staying in. Yeah. And so I am now the judgy one. Yep. Like and that's awful. Yeah. Because this is what you've made a habit of doing and I'm not giving you the space to like grow from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And man, is that, that's hard. Yeah. Golly, that's hard. It, it it definitely is. And like, I think something that, and I don't know if it's necessarily connected, but in my head it is. But like, it, I feel like there's not space to then be just like empathetic. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're just constantly on the defense. Like I think about how many times that, you know, I said something in my head. I either said it about myself. I made this assumption and came to a conclusion about somebody else or a situation and all of the things like dumb example. I went to a restaurant, um, small business, locally mm-hmm. owned. I had one experience there and the food was bad and I never went back. Oh, man. But then I had a friend to be like, yo, this place is the spot. And I was like, <laughs> my defense went up and I was like, absolutely not. It was trash. It was the mm-hmm. service was bad. I went through like all of these things. Mm-mm. And then my friend said, they're like a small owned family business. That's really hard to keep up with, especially like in a city like this. Right. In the like, way that that's I was wild. so throat checked in that moment. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah. Like, I remember working in the service industry. I remember when people would call out. And, like, I can only, I'm like, I already know what my family dynamic looks like. So, I'm like, y'all got the courage to go into business with your family. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I, like, want to be, like, more empathetic towards situations like that. And so, I think with, like, you know, negative self-talk, it's not just, it's 100% being more empathetic, like, towards Mm -hmm. yourself. But then it's, like, also being more empathetic towards, like, your the situations that you're coming to whatever conclusions you're coming to as well mm-hmm. man like this is it's, I, I'm realizing just how much um negative self-talk plays in our our daily life mm-hmm. and how much control it has over our interactions and um I I'm more now trying to train myself to like not let negative self-talk speak for me 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, negative self-talk doesn't want me to have a healthy relationship. Like it might be good for caution. It might be good for like, hey, remember this thing. Yep. Okay. It might be good to remind me of the toxic things. Um, what I do with that information is up to me, you yeah. know? Um, but I mean, like I, I knowing how it affects my marriage, my relationships, my parenting. Um, one thing, you know, I mean, I'm always go back to my therapist because, um, therapy is maintenance. Like, I know we talk about this a lot, like y'all, mm-hmm. it's so, it's so great because, there is somebody that's present that, you know, wants you to be a be- your best self. That's literally their only job. They're not sleeping with you. And they're like, yeah, they're getting paid. But like that's the- their profession is to like study you yep. and say, hey, I want you to show up as your best self. Yes. And you know what I mean? Um, so I think I, I just I think it's super powerful and I always am going to advocate for therapy. But um, one of the things that I have to keep telling myself that I didn't like what she, what my therapist said is that have you ever she goes have you ever thought of um starting your conversations at the end and I was like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like just say what you really want to say you know what I mean right um, but she said do you need to share all of that stuff before you get your resolution and I was like first of all. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you real spicy right now. And let me finish my coffee first. But no, um, what she was saying, what she meant was like, hey, like every time you talk or bring up an issue, you don't have to go over every detail of what happened before or why you were so mad about it. You could very well start at the end and say, hey, I would really like this thing to change and it would help me be a better person for you. There. And, and so she was like, you ever thought about why you do that? And I literally had to go back and think on that, you know, which, which, where I'm grateful is like, my therapist is like, think about this and then talk to me next week. And I was like, dang, like I got homework. But what it was, is kind of like some of what I was saying earlier is because I wasn't identifying negative self-talk, I allowed so many insecurities to be spoken out loud and embraced Mm -hmm. with truth instead of processing them and saying, wait, why is that a thing being said? Is there truth to it? Did it really happen? Like, should I be worried about this? No, it's out of my control. It's irrelevant. You know what I mean? I wasn't doing that. I would take the thought for what it was and I would like act upon it. So now my conversation is going from, I have a problem with this thing that you did to, yeah, and you always do it. And I think that you're trying to do it to hurt me. And and when you try to hurt me, you know, I'm, I'm going to hurt you back. Like I'm now I'm, I'm talking this out when really all I wanted was resolution. Right. And remember when you did it the last time and you did it and you said that you were going to like, now I'm saying all this and it's like, Sean, <laughs> wow. why? And you think about it, no matter how right you are, mm-hmm. nobody wants to like get the rundown of it all. Like, no, just tell right. me what I did. Okay. Like, cause now I'm sick of you. Like now yeah. I'm defensive. Now I hear yeah. complaining. Now I hear There's frustration. No There's no space for a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just listen to you talk and then whatever is going to be whatever. And so I've had to like etch that in my brain. Start mm-hmm. from the end. Wow. Man. You literally said you vocalized insecurity and made it truth i don't know who else is floored by that (laughs) phrase but i if y'all could see my face i i'm not even looking at sean my jaw (laughs) is on the floor because i'm like she is me and i am her and i do this because it's so much easier Mm -hmm. for me to bring out my receipts because i got them like i'm i'm gonna generalize here women and receipts, baby. Oh, bet. Two years ago in three months and two days, uh-huh. you exactly. sat right there and you said, and I remember what you, like, okay. And you had them red shoes on and you was in your <laughs> old little Nike zipper. Let me tell you, right. And I was, and you <laughs> didn't text like me when I got home. Like, you, I Because I specifically remember that. I looked at the clock. Exactly. Oh, right. my God. And your location was, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Not me exposing myself. Ooh. 
Um, but you no, but you're right. But yes, it's like it get give me a reason to like puff up my self-talk mm. chest. I'ma do it. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to do it and I don't want to do it. But I I really want to like that phrase that you said of like I'm vocalizing my insecurity and I'm making it truth. And that is so like I think there's a time and place for um, like a subjective thought and an objective thought, right? Mm-hmm. Like two extremes of both are absolutely like, yikes, we need to figure mm-hmm. this out. But then I'm thinking about negative self-talk. It is so subjective, but we like find mm. something within it that it's like, well, this sounds objective. So that's how I can make it truth. Mm. Right. And, and right. that's not right. It's not because I mean, like think about it right now. Like if I called, you know, if you saw something, I guess, um, an email or something and it was concerning your job, you would you would look at it and, and say, OK, like, is this true? Like, let me fact check this. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about you remember like and I've, I've, I didn't survive it, but like there was like a, a season of layoffs. Yeah. Right. And I remember reading about it before I got laid off. Mm-hmm. And I read about it and I was like, let me fact check this because I don't want to concern myself and 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 frustrate myself if it's not real. Yeah. And so when I look at the way we receive information in the world, we're like, I'm not I want to know that this is real before I react, before I yeah. make any moves. Mm-hmm. Yet when if we don't know how to identify and, and compartmentalize or separate that negative self-talk versus like, you know, uh, the positivities in our mind. Um, we're not fact checking. We're not like mm-hmm. looking at like validation for that. Yeah. And so it's easy to be like, oh, all these are just my conscience. Like mm-hmm. I'm merging everything into one. And this is the part of me, you know, it's almost like, remember the cartoons where it's like the devil on one side and the angel. That's actually kind of true. Like that's what? actually how it works. 100%. And we thought it was just funny. Right. Right. But, um, but the reality of that is like, we got to identify that. Yes. And then we would know, okay, you're not, you don't have my best interests right now. Mm-hmm. And there's no truth to that because he really didn't say that to me. I'm assuming he said that without me knowing. And that's, I'm basing that off of a look I think he gave me in passing. Like, you know what I mean? Right? Like, <laughs> but it's no, there's no truth to it. But the yeah. fact that like it exists, I'm like, I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. And that's, that's dangerous. Like, it's dangerous. I hate it here. Um, I do. I really do. The one thing that I do want to ask you is how do you, how have you, how are you like past, present or future overcoming your negative self-talk or what is your relationship with it? Um, definitely like the, the, the two major things I was talking about is, um, that quick process of like validity, truth, and um, like, you know, reframing or challenging it. Like, mm-hmm. is this a real thing? And like I said, for me, because I'm learning, like it's mm-hmm. taking time. So like talking to me is a slower process right now. Um, but second, because I still need to control what comes out of my mouth. Um, if I have an issue with someone or I have something that I need to decipher mm-hmm. I'm definitely taking the advice of starting at the end I don't want to allow myself to my negative self-talk to create such an atmosphere or environment for the other person that they don't see me as a safe space to talk yeah I don't I think that's a that's a harmful person to be when you are um showing everyone or anyone that talking to you is hard or exhausting mm-hmm. or you know what I mean yeah. yeah um so those are the things that I'm working out what about you mm-hmm. that's so good I really what you said start at the end I'm about to throw that on my sticky note as <laughs> earlier because <laughs> I think I need to add that to my toolbox but mm-hmm. I would say for me um right now I'm really trying to figure out what are my negative self-talk triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm very self-aware with my insecurities and I can vocalize them. Mm-hmm. But I'm really trying to like some things I'm like, I'm insecure about this, but I'm insecure about it. And that's mm-hmm. just like what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them like trigger a spiral. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like decipher and figure out which one trigger a spiral for me. Um, I'm also really working on like not letting uh, self-talk, negative self-talk be a motivator for me. Mm. Um, and cause I think that it does serve a purpose, but mm. for me personally, I will then I'm like a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. And so I will take it too far. Yeah. And I know that about myself. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just like not go there and just like not be that person. Um, and then I think like, as I am working through this, I've been, I'm in a season of my life right now that, you know, I'm on the latter half of my twenties, I'm, you know, stepping into a lot of new things within the next six months. And I know that it is like a breeding pool mm-hmm. for negativity. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really wanting to like nurture my time presently, but also like, you know, my hope for the future of how am I speaking life into it and doing that over and over and over and over again, like to the point that I'm like, this might feel so redundant, so stupid, or like there might be things like some people, for me, it's a faith thing. For other people, it could be a manifest thing or, mm-hmm. you know, speaking life into something. Um, but that's something that right now, like I'm really trying to, you know, shift my thoughts to have more of that outlook and not in a like, because nobody likes that, like a hyper optimistic person. Let's be like, no. I'm still going to be the girl that's like, <laughs> today sucks. I was annoyed. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I am yeah. still 100% that girl, but yeah. like just speaking things over my life that I hope for, even if I don't believe it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And however I can come alongside you, I want to, because I think that these things are a game changer and I'm glad that we are creating a space to talk about them. Um, To all our Suffy supporters, um, you know, we want to hear from you. Is this something that you struggle with? Have you mastered it? Are we late to the, to the uh, party? Um, We want to hear, you know, and uh, we are, we have so much more to share, but we also um, know when to uh, cut a good thing off. Um, so we'll be sharing, you know, some tips and things that we're dealing with in our stories this week as we, uh, release this. Thanks so much guys for giving us the space to do this. And, um, and let's just, I don't know, like, let's encourage each other. Yes. You know, I love that. It was so good to be back with all of you. We can't wait to hear from you and we will see you next week. Bye guys.